Welcome to the segment where I review movies past and present, examining them from a variety of perspectives, including the subjective, psychological, and personal. Informative and occasionally funny, this is Logan Land Rants. Welcome to Logan Land Rants. Today we are talking about the 2000 X-Men film. Now, I love superhero movies and have since I was a kid, but most people, most film critics and scholars argue that the real catalyst to the superhero movie boom that we currently live in to this day was the 2000 X-Men film directed by notorious rapist Brian Singer. Now, whatever personal grievances I have towards Brian Singer, and there are a lot of them, I'm going to separate man from the art for a moment and just talk about the original X-Men film. And at a certain point, I at certain points, I am going to branch out and talk about, you know, the other X-Men films and other superhero movies of the decade that have gotten comparable traction. But for now, we're going to focus strictly on the X-Men movies because X-Men has competent themes and has since the comic book was originally conceived by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Now, to be clear, Stanley worked with a lot of great artists, but he is the writer. I think that's important. Like, he created the characters who were born with their superpowers. The X Men movie stays mostly true to the source material, it keeps a lot of the essential elements, like the themes of, like, tolerance and. Celebrating difference, I think, are really important. But I also think it stripped away a lot of the comic booky, crazy aspects that are co- prevalent in the X Men comics. I mean, in the comics, there's time travel and alien invasions, and there is a little bit of time travel in the movie X Men Days of Future Past. But it doesn't really gel well with the rest of the X Men movies. You see, the X Men movies work with the gritty, grounded world that rapist Brian Singer built, and that's important to note that it functions more like a spy thriller or a political thriller than a, you know, bombastic superhero movie of the style of Thor Ragnarok we see all the time. And X-Men is still great. It's still great, and I loved it when I was a kid, but I think it's also important to remember that it was a different time. Like, X-Men comics... Uh, were coming off from an era where Batman and Robin had essentially ruined superhero movies, with the exception being Blade in 1998, but let's be honest, most people did not know that was based on a comic. But the X-Men movies proved that superhero movies could still work. But I also think that at a certain point, the superhero movies evolved to, well, Thor Ragnarok and Infinity War and Endgame, yada da da da. But also, X-Men kind of remained in the stasis, like, It remained in a grounded world that Brian Singer and a few other directors who are comparably incompetent built. Now, in general, I like these movies, and I know it seems like I'm being really hard on the first X-Men. Even the second X-Men movie, X2 X-Men United, is pretty good. But I also think they represent how different superhero movies were in the days of old, and how it's failed to evolve with the times. And I have not seen Dark Phoenix, the most recent and last X-Men movie, because I heard how bad it was. And with the recent Disney acquiring 20th Century Fox deal, I do think it is worth noting that 
uh, the X-Men movies are going to change. For better or worse, that's up for time to tell. But 20th Century Fox owning the X-Men movies separate from the rest of the Marvel Universe is worth noting and shows how different the franchises have become. I mean, in the comics, the X-Men are part of the Marvel Universe, but their own mythology is so dense and crazy that it's almost its own universe. And some people, including some favorite YouTubers, have noticed, noted, noted that X-Men is pretty much a giant missed opportunity, and in less than two decades, the X-Men comics continuity makes less sense than X-Men film continuity, which is its own cluster mess. And I will admit, X-Men movies, especially in later years, have suffered from lazy writing. But I think the thing that made the first two movies so great was that they kept really relevant political themes, at least for the time. Like, it was a different time. Like, we were not really as tolerant of other people uh, as we are slowly getting towards now. Not to get political, or too political anyway. But the X-Men movies could certainly be a more potent metaphor now for people who are disenfranchised and who are suffering discrimination because people who deny it exists are wrong. Like, I wish there was a better way to put it. People who deny economic injustice are simply wrong. But this isn't to talk about our modern American political climate. This is a talk about X-Men. And the X-Men movies are cool because they represent the time so well. And there are plenty of great works like the Shakespeare plays and other stuff that stand the test of time purely because they were either relevant in the time or actually I think Shakespeare evolved. Shakespeare proves relevant to the time because it has timely themes that are relevant in any age. And X-Men, I will admit that while it's better for the time, it doesn't really have very timeless themes. They're good to reflect on, but the whole have you tried not being a mutant thing of X2 certainly isn't the same as, you know, uh, what we're going through now. Now, the X-Men movies are great, and I think they have competent themes, but they're not what I'd call multi-generational. They do have a generational appeal, but let's be honest, they were, the comics were written at a different time, and the movies are great, but they certainly could be a more potent metaphor. Mutants were always a metaphor for something, but they could certainly be a more potent metaphor now. And it seems like I'm being really hard on the X-Men movies, at least the first two. And to be honest, I like them. Like, they're great. Like, they function so well at the time, but I admit that they have drawbacks by being in said time. Because they were coming off a pretty bad era, and... There was a much lower bar back then, I think. But I also really liked it. Like, it's hard to describe the way I liked it. I mean, there was definitely some problems that I've listed in this podcast so far. But overall, like, they had competent acting performances, effective themes, an effective villain. Magneto is probably the best villain in comic book history. Because he's wrong, but might have a point. You know, some people have noted that in the X-Men universe, Magneto actually makes pretty solid points, given that in said universe, mutants have objectively been nothing but tormented by said humans. So, Magneto definitely is wrong in terms of, like, killing humans, 
But the humans are a genuine threat, and I think he's right that they do need to be dealt with by the mutant community in one form or another. This sounds genocidal, but I do not endorse Magneto's actions at all, so, like, unsubscribe. I do think something should be done about any political climate if there are people suffering, but at the same time, I don't support genocide, and I don't support violence. I think that's important. That being said, it does make for great action entertainment, like the X-Men movies. And overall, like, I think they're really competent. I mean, I've always felt kind of different myself, being autistic and all. When I was a kid, I managed to convince myself I was a mutant because of it. <laughs> I got beat up a lot. But overall, like, I think it's important to follow your dreams, even... Even if it's not necessarily being a mutant or being Dexter, because I do not support that, the Dexter TV show about a serial killer, do not do that. I'm not, I didn't tell anybody to kill anybody. But I do think you should embrace difference and do what you want as long as what you want isn't harming others. And messages of tolerance are obviously very important to me. Being autistic and being picked on for most of my life, it makes sense that... I'd want to celebrate difference, but also to those who are similar to others, I think you cannot be crappy to people. Like, even if you aren't, you know, different or special, you can still, you know, not be shitty to those people who are different and special. Even then, I don't think I'm special. Like, special is... people use that a little liberally. But uh, regardless, thank you for listening to my X-Men-themed mutant rant in the woods. Uh, feel free to like, subscribe, pledge to my Patreon, usual stuff, and I'll see you next week with another episode, like usual. Logan out.